the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praising. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Our Response to the Word. We saints of God love the promises God shares with us about His Word in the book of Isaiah. God says concerning His Word, So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. Although most saints love that promise, they don't understand that it's actually a conditional promise. It's conditional on our response to God's word. Because if we don't, for whatever reason, respond properly to God's word, it won't accomplish what he sent it to accomplish in our lives, although it could have accomplished everything God sent it to do. God's word won't not do what it was sent to do because it was void of power. It won't accomplish what it was sent to do because we didn't respond properly to it after it was sent to me and you. That's why we ought to take the time to learn to respond properly to God's word so it can accomplish all that it has the power to do in the lives of me and you. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Our Response to the Word. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. You better lighten up because God's about to share with you some information that's going to help you step into this restoration that he has in store for you. Because I don't know whether you've heard thus far. We're this far into the year, praise God, but I don't know whether you've heard it yet. This is a year of an open door. This is a year for an open door. God is opening doors that can't no man close and closing doors that can't no man open. And when he opens a door, trust me, it's open. Wide open. Buck wild open. It's wide open for you to be able to step into the fullness of things God has in store for you. But remember, we've already told you in relationship to that concept that it's a spiritual door with natural manifestations. Spiritual door with natural manifestations, which means in the natural, it might not look like it initially. In the natural, it might not look like it initially. But don't you move based upon what it is you see. You move based upon what God says, because God's word is always true. God's word is coming for you to be able to be a blessing unto you and to be able to cause awesome things to be able to happen and manifest in the midst of your life. That's why we don't look at the natural to be able to determine whether the spiritual is true. We look at the spiritual knowing that the spiritual is true and it will do what it said it will do. All we look at is what is God said. All we listen to is what it is God said. All we concern ourselves with is what is God said because God said is going to get you what he said. God said is going to get you what he said. 
If you lock in with what it is that God has said, you will have what he said. Because no word of God is void of power, but it will accomplish everything that is sent forth to do. And that is the thing that pleases him and you too. God's word is full of power to be able to cause manifestation in your life every hour. But it's up to you to decide whether or not you're going to do what God says to do. Therein is the teaching that I have given unto you. And that is our response to the word. We're working right now on our response to the word. Our response to the word, because based upon our response to the word that God gives us, that word that tells you about that open door, that word that tells you what he wants to do for you and what he already has for you before, that word that he tells you about what it is he wants to establish in the midst of your life, depending upon how you respond to that word will determine whether or not you will ever receive those things that God has said for you. Although they are already true, they will not necessarily manifest for you if you do not respond correctly to the word of God. That's why my privilege for the next few weeks, uh, as well as last week, is to begin to start teaching you how to respond to the word of God, how to respond when God gives you a word. Because more times than not, when he gives you a word, that circumstance and situation is the opposite of what he says can happen for you. When he gives you a word, it's going to be opposite to what the circumstance and situation says that you can have. The circumstance and situation says you broke and you going under. But his word says himself have become poor so that you could become rich. And so begin, God begins to start speaking to you as though you're already rich. But you look at your circumstance and situation and you see brokenness all about you. But that's the problem is because you got the wrong thing all about you. You just got the natural about you and not the word that God said. We're going to talk about that today, because if you wrap yourself around that word of God and get all in the midst of this word and get locked into what it is that God has said, everywhere you look, you'll see rich because God's word says you are. And it'll cause you the ability to be able to see what God sees so that you can begin to say what God said and respond in the right way so that it can begin to manifest for you that very day. But if you begin to respond to the circumstances and situation as though they are true, then get ready. That's what's going to manifest for you. We're going to learn some things today. It's going to be a tremendous blessing to you. Turn to Hebrews chapter 10, please. Hebrews chapter 10 this is the foundational text for the teaching that we're working on right now. And by the way, have an ear to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is going to say unto you. I guarantee you, you're going to be blessed. And if not, well, praise God, it's just good to see you in church. Amen. Hebrews chapter 10. We'll begin reading at verse 35. It says, cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward. Of course, the word therefore is put in scripture so that you can be encouraged to be able to look ahead and see what it is that was said before then. So that you can once understanding that you can then come down and understand why this person would make this statement with such uh, definiteness. But you do that in your own time. Go back and read before that. We're going to pick up reading verse 35. Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which has great recompense of reward. Of course, our confidence is equivalent to our faith because our faith is what gives us confidence. We are the just and the just live by faith. And because we do that, we operate absolutely confident, confident that what God has said is true and he's going to do what he said he's going to do. And we will not cast it away. We learned last week that that word cast away means to discard it, means to consider it of no importance and just relinquish it. We will not relinquish what the word of God has to say. We will not cast it away based upon what's happening to us on any day. We're going to hold fast to what it is that God's word has to say because we know it has great recompense of reward. It's going to pay off. It's going to come through for you. It's going to be a cha-ching, cha-ching that's going to come. That's going to be a beautiful ring that comes at the end of you doing what it is that God has told you to do. God's going to come through for you. 
you. If he said he's going to heal you, he's going to heal you. If he said he's going to provide for you, he's going to provide for you. If he said he's going to cause restoration, he's going to cause restoration. And don't you worry about what nobody got to say. Don't you worry about what you see each and every day because God's word is true. Do not cast away what he said to you because it has great recompense of reward. Everybody say great. Yeah, it's great recompense of reward. Say it like Tony the Tiger. Great. It's got great recompense of rewards. Ah, glory to God. It says in verse 36, For ye have need of patience that after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. Of course, after you hear it, you do it. After you hear it, you do it. You don't hear it and just get excited about it, but you hear it and do it. Because if you are not a doer of the word, then you're tricking yourself. King James says deceiving yourself. I say lying to yourself conning yourself, thinking that these things will happen to you when you're not willing to do what God said to do. But when we do it and have patience, then we know that awesome things will happen. Let's see what happens. Verse 36, for ye have need of patience that after ye have done the, done, done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. For yet a little while, and he sh- that shall come will come and will not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, God says, my soul have no pleasure in him. Why is that? Because you're going to learn in verse 39 why he has no pleasure with it. Verse 39, but we are not of them who draw back unto perdition. We already learned that word perdition means destruction, which means that we step back into the destruction that God has come to be able to deliver us from. You got to understand that he says the just shall live by faith. The just are the justified. The justified are the ones whom God has already declared righteous. God has always called you righteous. God already said that you're in right standing with me. And because you're the justified, you who have received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, then God has exceeding great and precious promises already set up for you. They're prepared for you before the foundations of the earth. They're already established before in, uh, in, in the kingdom of heaven. They're already established and got your name all over them. They're already yours. In God's mind, it's a done deal already. All he's do is speak to you his word that tells you what he's already done for you, what he all, how he already is going to come through for you. And it's our job to believe what he has to say, because then we can allow the deliverance that he has for us to be able to manifest in the midst of our life. God wants to deliver you out of your difficulties. God wants to deliver you out of your stress and your mess and your confusion and all this foolishness that you've been dealing with. God wants to deliver you. That's why he presents us his son who is the word of God, who took upon flesh and dwelt amongst us, that we might behold his glory, that of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. He delivered his son unto us that if we believe on him, then we should not perish but have everlasting life. Should not because it depends upon what we do. If we do what he tells us to do, we won't perish. If we don't do what he tells us to do, then get ready to perish. That's why when you receive what the word of God has to say, the deliverance will manifest for you. Like, for instance, if this platform right here was the place of destruction, praise God, it's not, like in some places, praise God. But, amen. But if this was the place of destruction, where the only thing I'm concerned about is me and not what it is that's supposed to be happening for thee, all I'm concerned about is a head count of how many people are in the place, not what kind of lives those people live. Are you listening to me? If this was a place of destruction like that, and if I stayed up here, then the destruction would manifest out throughout my life and everybody's life that I come into contact with. But if y'all tell me, come off that platform, everybody say it. Come off that platform. You just gave me a word that allows me the ability to be delivered. And if I respond to your word and come off that platform, then I'm delivered. I am no longer in the destruction. Now I'm in the overflow like all of y'all. Now I'm in my blessed place, just like all of y'all. 
Now I'm in the promised land. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Have an opportunity to be able to step into the fullness of what God has in store for me. But see, I can't be up here on the platform and respond to what you say based upon what's going on on the platform. Because so many people are trying to step into what God has in store for them, but they're responding based upon this rather than the word that God has to say. That word delivers me. It calls me unto the thing that he has in store for me. Tell me again, y'all. And if I come off that platform, then now I am delivered and I'm no longer on it. But what happens is, as many people will start off delivered, we'll come off the platform, but somewhere along the line, we will cast away our confidence in what God has to say and draw back unto the platform or draw back unto perdition. God says, stop drawing back unto perdition. I know what it is that I said to you, and I know what it is that I'm going to do. But you need to do what I tell you to do and then stay in that thing that I've got for you. So many people will say, okay, I want what God has in store. And God will give you a word and we will get ready to step into it. But we turn into hokey pokey Christians. Y'all know who they are. They put their left foot in, left foot out, left foot in, and they shake it all about. Do the hokey pokey, turn itself around, 360. As in, go keep going in the same direction that they was going in before. That's what they all about. But you're not about that. Because you are the just. And you live by faith. Yeah, you do. You live by faith. Faith is your confidence in God, who he is, what he has to say, and what he said he will do for you each and every day. And as a result of that, you're willing to step out into an area, even though you know nothing about it, other than what it is that God has said. You're willing to step out of your perdition and step into manifestation of the awesome things that God has in store for you. And you will not draw back unto perdition, draw back into your destruction, because you're concerned about what's going on in the midst of your circumstance and situation. Oh, I'm telling you, every time God gives you a word and shares with you a word, God shares with you his truth. And his truth will sanctify you. Turn over to John chapter 17. It gets good right here. I'd pay attention if I was you. St. John chapter 17. Oh, have an ear to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is going to say unto you. And I guarantee you, you're going to be blessed. And if you're silly enough to line your life according to it and order your life according to it, I guarantee you, you're about to walk into some awesome things in life. John chapter 17. We were working on this last week. We learned some awesome things in relationship to this. Let's start with verse 13. Of course, this is the real Lord's Prayer. Blessed be the name of the Lord, because this is the one that the Lord was praying. Praise God, that would make it the Lord's Prayer. The other one was actually the disciples' prayer, because they asked him, teach us how to pray. And he taught them how to pray. This is y'all prayer. This is how you pray. This is how you pray. That's what he told them. This is how you pray. Amen. John 17, we see how he prayed. John, letters in red, he doing all this. John 17, John chapter 17, verse 13. He said, verse 13, he says, and now come I to thee. And these things I speak in the world. He says, speak these things into the world. Of course, the world was the place of destruction. The world was the place of perdition. The world was the platform that we ought not be standing on. That they might have my joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given them thy word. Speaking to the father. He said, I gave them thy word. And the world have hated them because they are not of the world. Even as I am not of the world. Can I put a pause button on right here? Because there's some of you that are new to the things of God. Can I teach you something about the things of God? The world going to hate you. The more and more you get like God, the more you're going to be disliked. So if some of your friends that you used to have when you was in the world who used to love you can't stand you now, get used to it. Don't draw back unto perdition. Don't try to satisfy them while dissatisfying your new father. Learn that there's enough love waiting on you. But those are my brothers. Those are my family. Those are my sisters. There's a family that's waiting on you 
that's got awesome things to you, for you, and that's called love. Move past what it is that you were in and step into the new things that God has in store for you. And don't draw back. We move on. He said in verse 14, I have given them thy word, and the world hath hated them, because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. We know that that word of means deriving your origin as well as strength and power from. Deriving your origin as well as strength and power from. You're no longer of the world. And so because of that, you don't draw your strength and power from the world. He says, I pray not that thou shouldest, that thou shouldest take them out of the world. This is Jesus talking to the Father. He says, I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world. I ain't asking you to just snatch them up out of here. But that thou shouldest keep them from the evil. That word keep, of course, means to protect. He wants us to be protected from the evil. Protect us, O Lord. That's what we pray. Protect us, O Lord, each and every day. Protect us from dangers, seen and unseen. And in our, uh, in our eyes, that protection means that God's arm is going to go around you and protect you all the days of your life. And it does. But there's more to it than that. We're going to learn about that today. He says, they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. So what was going to happen is that God is going to give you his word. Jesus Christ, who was the emissary of God, who was a representative of God, who was the anointed one, the Messiah, who would sent into this world to be able to share with you the message of what the Father has to say that will cause deliverance to be able to manifest in the midst of our lives. We who have received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior are people who believed his report, acted upon his report, and as a result of that, he reported back to the Father, mission accomplished, because they are now yours, and, they, and you are theirs, and now they are in you, you are in them, and now they are with you, and, and, and just like I was with you. Well, praise God, there's more that God has in store for us. Now that we've been delivered from hell's fire, now that we've been brought forward with a mighty fornic burning fire, now it's time for us to be able to receive God's desire and begin to start conducting ourselves the way he wants us to conduct ourselves so that the fullness of his ability to keep us can occur the way he wants us to be kept. Because God wants to take us and keep us from this world. This world is here to destroy you. It's called aeon in the literal Greek. It's called aeon. And that is the world system. It's a system that's established that Satan has established to be able to break you down, tear you down. Because John 10, 10, we already learned, says the thief cometh not before to steal, to kill and destroy. Only thing on his mind is stealing, killing and destroying. And so he has set up a whole system to be able to help that thing to be able to manifest. But God said, I got something that can keep you from that. I got something that can deliver you from that. I got something that could be able to cause you to be able to move forward into the awesome things I have in store for you, despite what the world is saying to you. I got something that can do that, and that's called my word. That's why Jesus gave us his word. Why? Because that word will sanctify us. We learned last week that that word sanctified means set apart and cleanse. Set apart and cleanse. Whereas God wants to cleanse us with this word. Cleanse us from what? Cleanse us from the filthy thinking that we receive from the world and the world system. And we're going to get into that in more detail too. Because if our thinking stays incorrect, then we will continue to live a life that's incorrect. If our thinking continues to stay wrong, then we will continue to stay wrong in everything that it is we do. And we won't let nor allow God to be able to deliver us to the things that he has in store for me and you. But we're going to allow our thinking to be changed. We, I said we're going to allow our thinking to be changed. Oh, yes, we are. That still ain't strong enough. We're going to allow our thinking to be changed. Oh, yes, we are. Because we know that that's what he has done in order to be able to cause us to be kept the way he wants us to be kept. 
protected the way he wants us to be protected. Now, if you want to stay in stress, stay in all that mess, you want to stay in poverty, you want to never walk in victory, you want to see continuous uh, uh, disharmony and operate in your household, whether it's between spouses, whether it's between children and parents, whether it's between siblings, whether it's between you and the dog, praise God. If you want that to continue to happen, then don't allow yourself to be kept. Don't allow yourself to be sanctified. Just stay in your little jacked up existence and remain there. But if you are like me and some of the other people up in this place and you want to step into the fullness of what God has in store for you, then you're willing to receive this word that God shares to you and let it sanctify you. Let it cleanse you. Let it change you. Let it set you apart so that you can be holy and acceptable, fit for the master's use. Because God wants to use you as a billboard of his excellence and awesomeness. That the world might know like with certainty that God's word is true and it will do what it says he will do. That's why God is restoring, putting back together. God is being able to cause manifestations of his word, of his healing, of his prosperity, of his peace, of his joy, of everything else that he has in the midst of the life of the person that's willing to be sanctified. Is there anybody in here that's willing to be sanctified? And allow the Lord to change them. And no longer remain in your substandard existence. No longer remain in your lackluster lifestyle. No matter remain in your foolishness. But step into faith so that God can do what he wants to do. Because the just shall live by faith. That's how we live. Because without it we die. Our relationships die. Our finances die. Our peace is dead and everything else dies and everything that we touch dies. And I don't want to deal with no more death. It's no more time for walking in the midst of the walking dead. Now it's time to walk amongst the living and be alive. Oh, yes, it is. So we got to allow our minds to be sanctified. Got to allow our minds to be cleansed. We got to allow our minds to be changed. And how does God change our minds so that we no longer walk in the era that we were walking in before? Verse 16, he says, they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. He said, Father, your word is true. You got to hear the Lord saying it. He says, thy word is truth. I mean, he's just, he ain't just all matter of fact about it. He like, thy word is truth. You know, Jesus was from the east side. So I know he threw some flavor on it. He said, thy word is truth. You the man, father. Because I've been in this world. And everywhere I look, I see a lie. I see the righteous begging. I see the righteous broke down. I see people that are in covenant with you. All begging and tore up and in substandard to this world. But that's a lie. Because I know that you've got a place up in heaven where they can be seated in heavenly places far above all principalities, all powers, all the rulers of the darkness of this world. I'm watching people defeated all over the place. But that's a lie. But thy word is truth. Glory to God. You got to understand that his word is truth. If you can get that as a foundation on the inside of you, it will begin the manifestation and the change in you. And that is his word is truth. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope even more that you're gaining the faith to respond properly to God's Word so that He can have His way in our lives. I'm talking about the faith necessary so that the God who's a promise maker can also be a promise keeper in our lives. Let's learn to take God at His Word and let Him fulfill all the promises He makes in His Word 
by responding properly to the word that we've read and or heard. Let's respond properly to God's word. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. If you're in or visiting San Antonio and surrounding areas, come on visit us at Word of Faith. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. And don't forget, saints, make sure that you're in church on Sunday. If you're not at work, every child of God needs to be in their father's house on Sunday. Radio and internet are a blessing when we can't attend church. But make no mistake about it. There are no substitute for being in church, praising and worshiping God and fellowshipping with other believers in the house of God. There's nothing like it. Every born-again believer should say what the psalmist had to say when he said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. So if you can be in church on Sunday, then be in church on Sunday. Make sure that you be in your father's house on Sunday. You'll be blessed when you do, I guarantee you. And to all of you who've been a blessing to us by sending words of encouragement by letter or email, sharing with us that you're being blessed by the messages and that you're praying for us, I want to say thank you. And to all of you who've been so kind to send financial offerings in support of our ministry, we want to say to you from the bottom of our heart, thank you. Galatians chapter 6 says, God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he so reap. Since all of you have been such a tremendous blessing to us, writing letters of encouragement to us, praying for us, and even sending financial support to us, we know that God's not going to be mocked concerning you. He's going to do what he said in his word that he's going to do. That is, make sure that you reap what you sowed. He's going to bless all of you tremendously. So we thank God in advance for all the blessings that are coming your way because of your being the blessing you've been to all of us. May God richly bless all of you for blessing us as we endeavor to do what God has called us to do, that is being a blessing to a blessed people like you. We pray a hundredfold blessing into your life for being such a tremendous blessing as you've been in our lives. Once again, thank you for being a blessing. It's truly appreciated. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast next week for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you next week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.